Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Hello sisters, brothers, and non-binary listeners to episode 15 of season 2 of the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. In this episode, we're going to do some highlights from season 2. So as Christina and I were going through some of our favorite episodes, uh, we realized that there's a common theme amongst a lot of them. So we're not going to specifically talk about some of our favorite episodes, but our favorite themes and tie in a few episodes. Yeah. And there was just so much good stuff. Like when we were reviewing, like what were our favorite moments? Like what were the things that really resonated with us? Um, what do we think like connected most with listeners? There was, (laughs) it was really hard to narrow it down this season. And like Nicole said, once we were doing that, we realized, oh, we could, we could just look at themes because a lot of the same themes were coming up. (laughs) You probably hear little Gabriel in the background. That's little Gabriel. He's joining us today. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing some tummy time over here. Uh, so yeah, let's get right into it. So we have three themes that kind of came out of last season. Those are the themes of authenticity and saying no, staying true to yourself, having a support system, and creating your own power and knowing like what is within you, knowing that it all lies within you. So uh, we're going to talk to... <laughs> Little baby burp. <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, some of those things today. I think we'll start off with, should we start off with the first one, authenticity and saying yeah. no? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think this is one thing that I know, like, personally, as I've gone through my own journey and learned to be my most authentic self, it was something that I always thought that, like, I knew who I was and I was doing what I want, but, like, no. I was so, so deep into, like, what like societal expectations that I didn't realize I wasn't being my authentic self. And now that I've like gone through my journey and, you know, I'm working on myself every day and, and, um, working through my practices, I realize how many people struggle with being authentic Mm -hmm. and like you see it everywhere now. Like once you're like on the other side of that, like you kind of realize your own authenticity and you're practicing like being that every day you really do see how inauthentic people are. Yeah, you're, like, able to see, like, through people once you have that awareness. And it's so funny because, like, it came, like, 
the theme of authenticity came up in this season, but like we always talked about it a lot in season one too. Like it, mm-hmm. I, it's been mm-hmm. a common theme throughout a lot of our episodes. Um, and I do think it's it's something right now. I don't know. Can we say that it's it's trending, trending. in society? It's it's trendy to be your authentic self, but I think. I don't know if it's so much a trend. I think that people are just starting to wake up to what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. And the, like, everyone's just kind of been on, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like a very. I edit this out. <laughs> like, linear? Everyone's just like been on such wise. a, like, everyone's been like zombies. Like, on such a linear trajectory. Like, no one questions anything. Like, you oh. just, like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Yeah, because now there's a lot more awareness that we have yeah. in society, um, like more awareness of ourselves and like, excuse my French, but like people want to like cut the bullshit out. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can tell like people who are still living by their bullshit, <laughs> people who <laughs> who um are not and can, like you said, see right through that, mm-hmm. right through that. But... Uh, I don't know if you want to speak to this, but, like, life is so much better when you're just authentically you. Mm-hmm, yeah, because you're literally living for yourself and you're not li- living for other people. And it's easier to just, like, keep up with your own values than... Trying to keep yeah, up with trying anything to, else. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, when you're living for yourself and for your own values, you're being selfish. Like, you're still caring about others and being selfless and all that other stuff but you're not worrying about pleasing others like you you become less of a people pleaser Mm -hmm. less of a society pleaser when you're authentically yourself unapologetically and authentically yourself it's such a beautiful thing like Mm -hmm. yeah because you're staying true to yourself like Mm -hmm. you're just you're getting down to the root of who you are and it feels great when you don't have to yeah live by other people's standards yeah so when the the clip that really highlighted this for us is our conversation with brad our very first episode which seems like so long ago um where he's talking about authenticity so let's have a little listen i think we're experiencing so much of that in our culture of like people being so tired of being made wrong for who they are and being more willing to own that and let it go and be themselves. And so I just, you know, I'm on that journey because I was in the same space, like yeah. so felt so wrong, yeah. so wrong for who I was and, and the reward on the other side of letting that go. So, much so yeah, fun. it's a massive piece of it. So I love Brad's honesty there where he's talking about you know, his experiences with not being his authentic self. And then when he became himself, how things changed. And he leaves off with that clip saying that, like, you're rewarded at the end for being who you are. And I think you really are. Because if you're just following along, we've got some baby burps going on here. I think if you're just following along with, you know, the trends or the status quo or with whatever's, like, comfortable, like, what comes out of that? And I think that's where you get a lot of hate towards you see people hating on others. You get like jealousy that comes out of that because I mean, we want what others have when we are, when we want it ourselves. And that's something that we want for ourselves. And the only way that we can get what we want for ourselves is to, to be true to who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when we're true to who we are, that's 
when the benefits come in. That's when things start flowing for us. Mm-hmm. So then we had a conversation with Shelly, and Shelly talked about like saying no and setting boundaries, and how like she says a well placed no can be like mean all the difference and just be like the thing that you need. Um, and this was something that like I am so much better at now saying no and saying it guilt-free and walking away and not thinking about it again. But I struggled with so much because I was a people pleaser like my whole life. And like learning to say no is so freeing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's definitely hard. I know I'm trying to implement that. And um, along with saying no is communicating what you need as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't communicate what they need and then... We struggle. Mm -hmm. Communication is so important. And I think I always thought I was a good communicator. But once I started to learn more about myself and the way that I communicated and, you know, got into different, uh, different types of relationships and witnessed how other people communicate and how other people communicate with each other in their relationships, I was like, oh, okay, okay. So I need to start doing this or not doing this or... Yeah, communication is so key. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm with you. I thought I was a really great communicator as well, and I struggle with it every day. And I, I notice it in my marriage when I'm just like huffing and puffing around the house, expecting mm-hmm. my husband to be a mind reader, mm-hmm. and instead of getting angry because he's not doing something, I need to just communicate what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just that, and I and I get like as women like. I feel like sometimes we want our partners to be mind readers because we want them to share the mental load. And I yeah. think it, it comes from that as well. Yeah. But also sometimes all it takes is a little bit of communication. Right. Or like communicating like I'm feeling frustrated right now because I have to communicate this with <laughs> yes. you. Or, or, you know, any any type of communication does help. But yeah, definitely knowing how to communicate, practicing communicating because it's if it's something that you're not used to doing, practicing communication is mm-hmm. really important too. But yeah, the the saying no and respecting your boundaries and respecting other people's too. Cuz if yeah. you're in a relationship with someone and you're not respecting their boundaries, that's not a very healthy relationship. No. So, yeah, let's listen to what Shelly had to say. I have learned that a very well-placed, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that, or no, I'm sorry, you can't do that, has been life-changing for me. And I think in relationships, um, knowing your boundaries, so if you know your triggers and you know your boundaries, because sometimes we set our boundaries around those triggers, that can really be life-changing Um not can be, it really is life-changing. It can alleviate so much stress and so much anxiety when you just give your permit, yourself permission to say, no, I'm not accepting that. Um, this is what I want in my life. I'm, I want to be healthy and happy and mindful and all of the things that we know makes us, you know, well-rounded, happy people. Um, and once we know that, and we live our lives that way can just make all the difference. So Shelly mentions the idea of like these relationships and uh, setting boundaries and saying, no, like how is life changing? And I really do think it is because you're taking back your own 
power, right? Mm-hmm. You're taking back your own power. Um, and you don't, like, you take a more active role in your life. Like, you're not just sitting there as this, like, passive participant. And I think so many of us are just passively going through life, waiting for the weekend, like, doing it all again. And, and like, just these little moments in our relationships where we can... Uh, or in everyday life, in any any relationship that we have, people we come across where we can do that, we can take our power back, I think is really empowering. <laughs> and I think people often like don't want to take their power because they don't want to create conflict mm-hmm. in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I do think too, like a lot of women especially, don't fully enter their power. I think a lot of women who are rock stars play small because again, they don't want to come into conflict with the men around them. It's just easier if they play the smaller part. Right. It's just so much easier. And it's unfortunate that our society is geared that way and that women know that they have to do that, whether it's conscious or unconscious, because I know, I know when I look back thinking, Oh, I shouldn't do that because I'm going to make him feel uncomfortable is uncomfortable or like whatever. And like played small in so many instances where like, I should not have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, what an idiot. And I would never do that now. But again, it's a practice and I've caught myself almost doing it. Um, so you definitely, definitely takes a little bit of relearning. But um, one of the other themes that came up with, you know, stepping into your own power was like, creating power for yourself like empowering yourself and understanding that it comes from you to empower yourself like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't wait for someone else no one else is ever gonna do it for you no like there's not just like a you know yeah there's not a button there's not a magic button there's not like a it's it's not something you can buy like it all comes from within you when you bring all these aspects together um and James, our hypnotist, I loved what he did. I, I was so excited to speak with him. Um, he talked about like creating your own power phrase and mm-hmm. how, you know, you could be going through something, but like create a power phrase and it's going to change something that's negative into positive. Yeah. So let's have a listen at what he had to say. And when we can start to build a new path, um, neurons that there's the same, uh, called Hebb's, you know, Hebb's law called neurons that fire together, eventually wire together. So if you are a person struggling, and this isn't even just hypnosis, this is just brain science. If you are a person struggling with anxiety or self-esteem, and if you're able to create that power phrase, and if you just practice it once a day, when you hear that negativity spring up, it'll start to slowly build. And, you know, like I, I, I preach this stuff because I've gone through it, you know, And it took me about three weeks, but I went from thinking about it once a day to having this new neural network grow and grow and grow until really like my brain had the option. Should I feel good or should I worry and feel bad? Guess what my brain decided to start choosing, you know? So that's another, uh, I think, big thing that, you know, uh, hypnosis can actually help in Um, because when, when a brain goes into trance it actually grows new neural connections the same way it does when it goes to sleep so creating a power phrase and the power of affirmations i like just recently actually i realized that because i've been in a funk for quite a while and i actually went and did some reflexology with 
uh, my yoga instructor Marlene, who has been on the show before. And if you've never had reflexology done before, you don't know what it is. So it, so you've got like all these like different spots in your feet, like pressure points or like points that like lead up to like different parts in your body, like your liver, your brain, um, your uh, like different systems within your body. Like it's wild. And so I went for a session with her. I'd been stressed and I'd been wanting to go for one for a long time. And honestly, it like I felt like a switch, like all the like how I'd been feeling. I went for reflexology and it's so wild. And I'd booked an appointment like right after the appointment, like as the appointment finished, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build another one or book another one. I'm going to keep coming. And she's like, okay, let me know how you feel in a couple days. And a couple days later, I'm like, yep, I definitely feel a change, um, which is pretty cool that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that kind of thing exists. And she had said to me that, um, so that along with like affirmations, really kind of change things Mm -hmm. right but she said to me that reflexology doesn't work for everyone because you have to go into it like intentionally okay like you have to go into it intentionally like kind of like you have to believe in it yeah sort of thing right you have to be intentional about it um but she said like because you are already like such a sensitive person then you know you can connect with it like you can feel things because I'm like oh like I feel like things in like my like intestines I mean like things are happening she's like yeah she's like that's things like energy and and you know things getting starting to flow through your body mm-hmm. um but it reminded me of our recording with Natalia psychic Natalia um who talked about how like you know we have we are all able to connect with our intuition and we all have this like ability within us and in order to like make this change it all comes from us yeah so let's have a listen to what natalia had to say i'm telling you it's all about we're like taught to believe that our validation lies externally away from us whereas it's all within us you know mm-hmm. and it's 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 so heartbreaking and sad because so many people are are so unhappy when it's like everything that they need is within them you know but they're just they're be- they're taught to believe otherwise and it's like they, they try to like disconnect you from from you from your soul from everything that you are you know which yeah. is crazy to me it's 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 mind-boggling to me um but yeah no I, I i wish love and and light to everyone like i'm just so passionate about this topic <laughs> i could talk about it i just want to spread love everywhere i go give everybody love and hugs and- okay natalia talks about external validation and this is something that we've talked about over and over and over again and mentioned over and over and over again and this is something that like as someone who's a people pleaser you would do all the time you're constantly looking for that external validation like everyone wants to be like loved and appreciated and everyone wants approval from those around them but i think you really step into like your own power, your authenticity, who you're meant to be, um, like the most peaceful, the happiest version of yourself when you realize that your only validation should come from you. Yeah, you need to look for yourself, not for others. Yeah, yeah, and it really does make all, all the difference. And she mentions how like people in society are trying to, or not people in society, but society itself and like the systems and whatever, it it all tries to like disconnect you from
from yourself. And so many of us buy into it because we all just want to fit in. Like we're humans. We're humans and we're having a very human experience. And, and we really do all just want to fit in. But then that leads, like Natalia said, that leads us to feel so unhappy. Like so many people are so unhappy. And then that's why you see other people, you know, laughing with others having good relationships and like you get jealous and you want that and mm-hmm. it's because you're not going within yourself you're taught to go externally and and that's so problematic for so many reasons but if we can take that power back and realize that you know it's it's really up to us our happiness is contingent on us and the own our the decisions we make for ourselves aside from everyone else, then that's when your life really starts to change. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes, like, so hard to understand, though, because you're always seeking happiness from, like, the next thing that you're trying to achieve. Yep. Not yeah. understanding that, like, it's actually coming from within you, what you already have. Yep. I oh my god I that resonates with me so much because I was always someone who was like what's my next goal yes what's the next thing I'm going to achieve what's the next thing and then ever since I discovered my inner peace I just think now or I feel wow like it it feels incredible and this is all I ever want is to feel peaceful to feel peaceful that's all I ever want and I've achieved that and I no longer want to strive for all these ridiculous goals that are just going to stress me out. Do you have a a question for you? Because you and I are both, or we're both very similar in, like, seeking the next thing Mm. to feel happiness. Mm. Is there a part of you now where, like, you, like, quote-unquote don't have any goals? Do you feel less than or, like, lazy? Oh, I did feel lazy for... Did I feel lazy? I think, to be honest with you, I think the last year, so like I started my healing journey. I feel like I went through like a year and a half to two years of really hard work and like getting through it and whatever and and rewriting narratives. And like the last year, so which would have been the second year, second and a half, third year of it, I really struggled I, f- I felt lazy all the time mm-hmm. because I think my my body, mind, and soul were trying to cope with this like new reality where I wasn't busy all the time. I wasn't trying to do stuff for others. I wasn't trying to reach some ridiculously stressful goal. And I had a really hard time balancing all of that, like finding balance. Because I think before I would like go, 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 burn out, and then burn off steam, mm-hmm. right? Like go out, play sports, like just do something where it's like high energy burning off steam to like balance it out. Um and so I don't know that I felt guilty not having those goals anymore, but I think I definitely reflected on some times where I was like, okay, I worked all the way up until this point and now I'm not doing this anymore. But do you know what? I think I was so happy finding my peace that finding my peace and like learning how to empower myself that I I don't know I'm not I don't feel guilty anymore I don't feel lazy anymore because 
I know that one, I'm still working hard for whatever it is. Two, I still have goals for myself in life, but my goals look different now. Like my goals are all centered around peace. Like they really are all centered around like building a life where I'm happy and I'm at peace. And it, and it looks very different from what I thought was going to make me happy before. And there's still things like still goals that I have in there. Like I still want to travel all the time and I still like, you know, work towards making that happen and, and whatnot. But those are the things that kind of like, that's my passion. Those are the things that feed my soul. But all those other external goals where I was doing what I was supposed to do, what I thought I was supposed to do. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Same question. Um, uh, I, I don't know. So I don't know if I feel at peace and like I, I'm not uh, searching or like trying to achieve those goals because I've already, I've, like, I've checked off all the boxes, like I have reached those goals mm-hmm. or if I just don't feel the need anymore. Hmm. Like I have the job or the career that I've wanted, you know, the family, the house. Do I just like not have any more goals left? But like, were those your goals to begin with or were those the goals that you were told to have? Those, well, yeah. Like, and like, it's, but yeah, it's like all in the same. The yeah. Yeah. Because, like, obviously everyone wants... Actually, no. That's that's a generalized statement to say everyone wants... Would like a, a partner relationship. But no, yeah, not no, everyone not does. Everyone. Not everyone wants kids. No, no, not everyone wants kids. Um, yeah, or to say, like, companionship. You can find companionship, like, at a bingo hall. Yeah. With a cat. Like, there's companionship in so many different ways. So, yeah, to say that everyone wants that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so right now, I don't know. I really think about it a lot. Hmm. And what do you what do you think about like what are the things that like play over and over and over in your head um I think about like how different my days look and how like how different my evenings look because I'm like oh what am I gonna do tonight like I, I know I'm just like staying home with my baby and <laughs> and and that's what I want to do and like I don't feel like I um should be doing something else Whereas, like, pre-baby, I would feel like like I'm lazy or an underachiever if I'm not keeping myself busy, working towards something. Do you think subconsciously you can justify that you are keeping yourself busy because you're keeping a little human alive? Yes. Yeah, that And that's, too. like, your labor? Yeah, that is my one job. Yeah. Is just to give my all to him. Do you feel, though, that, like, you, you have, and not to use like, my feelings, my words, like, I've found peace, or I'm, like, I'm at a place of peace, would you say that, like, you are, because you, like, achieve the things that you want to achieve, <laughs> he's so chatty, <laughs> yeah, I do, I do think I'm at peace, because I've achieved what I've wanted to achieve, <laughs> I think he agrees, he does agree, do you have anything to say, Gabriel, <laughs> he's smiling right now, so big, <laughs> I think one of the things too that's helped you and I, I'm going to speak on your behalf. You can tell me if you're not feeling the same way, but I think one of the things too that's helped you and I and being able to like go through this journey and move through our goals, if they've changed, if they haven't changed, go through whatever spiritual process or healing process we've made to is like having each other. Like I know we've had this conversation, like or having someone who's on a similar path path and having someone who's 
like-minded and that you can be vulnerable with and like share those experiences with is so important yeah and i think so and like you get like that validation yeah from one another well and i think that's so important i know we just talked about don't don't go externally looking for validation but i think i do think one it has to start within ourselves like we both (laughs) we both knew that what we were doing was necessary for us so we got the validation for from ourselves that way first but when you're doing something that no one else is doing and you're going so against the grain it is nice to kind of bounce your ideas and your feelings off of someone Mm -hmm. to say like am i on the right path am i crazy because it is healing is a lonely journey like it's a solitary journey it's very lonely Especially when you have people around you that don't believe in what you're doing, don't understand, mm-hmm. like, cannot even begin to understand. So, like, it's, I think it is important when you can do that. Um, and that's kind of connects to what our final theme that we want to look at is. And it's having a good support system. So, you had two people that really talked on this. And it was Alicia and Laura. And they talked about how important having that support system is and they talked about two totally different topics two totally different topics Mm -hmm. but the theme of having a support system and what that support system meant to them and how important it was because you can do like any individual can do anything they put their mind to but having a support system is so important even if it's one person when things get like really tough or when you need that extra push because you just cannot do it on your own so let's listen to what alicia had to say the other big determinant, I think, is, um, is that support system. And when I used to train people one-on-one, it's a difficult, it's a really, really difficult thing to do that. And I was training mostly women um, back in the early aughts when I was doing that. And I found the biggest determinant of somebody's success was who was around them whether it was partners or children or friends. And if you, if you don't have a social support system that is going to encourage you and um, help you, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to make, you know, help you with your meal prep, but just someone who under, people that understand your journey and why you are going to say yes to certain things and no to certain things. If you don't have that, that's going to make things very, very difficult for you. If everyone in your life just wants to go and party all the time and go out to eat all the time, that's not going to be really helpful if you're on a journey of better health and fitness and improvement and going to the next level. Um, We have a saying in jujitsu, surround yourself with those on the same mission as you. And one of the best things about the jujitsu community is that our idea of fun on a Friday night is going to training instead of going to the bar, right? Like that's, that's the busiest class of the week is Friday night (laughs) while everybody is out like having some drinks and doing all the things. We're like, forget that we're throwing on a gi and, you know, our coach will put, we'll put like crack up, like crank up the tunes and we're just training and talking to each other and and then you know and there's nothing better than like 
awesome training session. You go home, you have a big fat shower and you go to bed. And, and it's really hard if you don't have people in your life that understand that it's going to be very difficult for you. So, um, your new life, a lot of times it's going to cost you your old one and the people that are, um, detriments and speed bumps in that journey, you may just have to, um, distance yourself from those people because the people that really care about you and care about what you're trying to do and that improvement are going to be there on the other side for you. And they're going to be there along the way for you. And, um, and a lot of people just don't understand it. And in the same token, that theme ran through our discussion with Laura, where she talked about, um, losing a child and reaching out for help and how like her husband and, you know, the, her extended friends and family were a big help for her, but really her husband was a big support system for her. Big, big help. Um, I think again, he, he was my, my biggest one. Uh, and then again, therapy was a big one. Cause again, it was just about being understood, I think. Right. And not feeling alone. Um, and then, you know, again, I think just the community, my friends and my family, um, again, I always felt in the beginning, like I was so different. Right. And like, I was so alone and kind of like this odd person that no one would want to deal with anymore. Um, and obviously the fact that people stayed around and were still my friend and, um, you know, not that we didn't have struggles, but it was, it made me feel like me again. Right. Like, again, it was something that, um, had happened to me, but in that realm hadn't changed me. Um, and so again, I think as the years went on and life essentially kind of inserted itself back into things, um, you know, that honestly kind of helped, like I said, having to work and of course getting pregnant with Haley, you know, having, you know, these other responsibilities, I think really like life in itself kind of helped the process along. Okay, so Laura talks about being like this odd little entity, like this odd person um, for like and being so solitary with what she went through. And I admire her so much for sharing her story. I can't imagine having gone through what she went through and, you know, having to rehash it every time she tells it. And I know with her, like she knows um, that she's helping a lot of people by doing that. Uh, And you know, and all of our guests have shared very vulnerable stories about themselves and very vulnerable moments. And I do admire them all for that. But when she said that she was this odd little entity and she felt odd, like, have you ever in your journey, like with whatever you've experienced in your healing, your spirituality, have you ever felt odd? Like no one gets you and like you felt alone because of it? Mm-hmm. I felt like that uh, a lot in the beginning. Um... Like, I felt like people just didn't get it, and it was so frustrating because mm. I felt like everyone around me was living with their eyes closed, and mine were starting to open. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I felt very, very alone. Um, and I think that was probably up until the point when I started doing my yoga teacher training, and we we're all kind of like going through this advanced level of awareness together Mm. and we were all sharing our experiences with one another and like crying together and just like going through the motions together 
I, I've always so valued the idea of camaraderie and shared experience. Mm-hmm. Like camaraderie and like, you know, you're going through something difficult, but you're going through with other people and then you get through the other side and you can celebrate with someone else. Yeah. Or, you know, the idea of shared experience. I think shared experience is so important. Mm-hmm. And it's not, um, not to say like we were all dealing with the same mm-hmm. issues. Cause like mm-hmm. it was, it was all different. Um, but like we were experiencing that upheaval at the same time. Hmm. Yep. And to have a community where you can feel safe kind of experiencing that and releasing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so important. Mm -hmm. So important. Which brings me to the final thing that I wanted to talk about, um, which was highlighted by Sarah Bolster. She talks about how important it is to be kind to others. Mm, Yeah. How important it is to be kind. And kindness goes such a long way. Like, it's not just being nice. I feel like nice is just like, yeah, you're nice. But being kind feel like is such an intentional thing being kind comes with empathy it comes with compassion and yeah she just talks about like how important it is to be kind and mm-hmm. you really never know like what someone is going through like it costs you nothing to be kind nothing no. to be kind I can never understand and I never have when people go out of the way to be cruel to someone like I just I don't have I don't see I I, I don't can do it <laughs> like no. I don't have it in me just don't have it in me and kindness goes such a long way mm-hmm. um do you ever like have days where you're overly kind like you'll go to the grocery store and then you know you know go somewhere else and you'll be like have a great day to like the <laughs> cashier or you know you let someone cut in front of you in line or like whatever yeah uh, and you're like oh it's like i feel so because I was so nice to everyone <laughs> yeah you just like spread that kindness but like do you do you feel like sometimes like being kind like that is just like a feeling for yourself like you're doing it yeah just to feel good uh I've I've often thought about that because I find it now that we have social media people post when they're being kind online and I'm like well is that authentic are you being kind to show everyone that you are a good person, to prove everyone you're a good person, so you receive that validation in return? Or did you genuinely want to do that thing? Because I think I think there's a lot of different reasons why people showcase that they're kind online. Sometimes it encourages other people to be kind, to do the same thing. It raises awareness about like, you know, our our humanness. Mm-hmm. But then I think a lot of the times I'm like, why did you have to show that? Why yeah. can't you just... Uh, do that so I think um, I don't know it's a mixed bag like I know me and I'm realizing this like in the last couple years I think because I was someone I was a kid who was always anxious always struggled with anxiety always like we were raised to be very fearful like full of fear full of anxiety because of it um I always felt very alone and very anxious and like was very sensitive because of it and I was always someone that wanted to be nice to others because I never wanted other people to feel how I was feeling inside Mm -hmm. because I felt so alone so I don't know what the word is but I I remember distinctly for many 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 years growing up and just feeling 
alone. Like, just feeling very, very alone. And not, not to say that, like, no one was ever kind to me, but I don't have, like, memories where, I have a lot of memories where I, like, felt afraid or was made to feel anxious, but I don't have a lot of memories where, like, people were kind. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that, that like, you know, we had a wonderful family. That's not to say that it was them or just, it's just, like, I don't have memories of those those moments, right? So I am always very aware of wanting to be kind to people because I know how important it is to have those like little glimpses of love or to like have people like share that Mm -hmm. with you like to be kind just to like say nice things I think it's so so important so mm, I think I think I can say I do it for other people I really sincerely do and like it does like it will come back to you and you're like yes I did a nice thing and I made someone else feel good but I know for me it's coming from a place where I'm like I just want people to feel happy all the time Mm -hmm. because because feeling shitty sucks yeah 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 (laughs) okay let's listen to to what uh, Sarah had to say even if that little thing is not really a big deal if you may think it's not a big deal it could have just been the last straw Mm -hmm. like when I was saying I woke up we missed my dog's grooming appointment and that was the last straw to just make me break yep you yeah. never know. You never know. Yes. Always practice aim for kindness. And sometimes, you know, everyone is struggling with something. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we fuck up. Mm-hmm. We make mistakes. Um, but We're all in this together. Yeah, <laughs> so we forget this. sometimes. Yeah, we got this. We, you know, you know, if you ever make a mistake and you're not kind, then own it. Own it. Be like, oh shit, I'm going through shit too yeah like everyone's going through shit and I think people appreciate that too just to know that they're not alone because I think we all feel like we are alone and we are carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders yes so that no no one is we are not alone definitely yeah like Sarah says it could be someone's last straw and you don't know Mm -hmm. like you don't know and I always like keep that in mind is like you don't know what happened to that person when they woke up today and what has happened to them in the six hours before they met you or whatever it is like you have no idea you don't know if something you say is going to set them off so like just be aware of that like we are all humans having a very human experience life is not easy and it takes you nothing nothing to be kind no it really doesn't it really doesn't and I'm always so baffled when People choose to be unkind over kindness. But I think a lot of that comes with people being so unhappy within themselves. Yeah. Right? And so you go back to the beginning and learn how to love yourself. Learn how to validate yourself. Like acknowledge, I think acknowledging first that you are not happy and acknowledging like where that comes from and why. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just like flip a switch and say like, today I'm going to decide to be happy if you haven't done all the hard work yeah and we all want a magic pill we all want like an easy fix or a switch but it doesn't really work that way no no it takes a lot of hard work yeah but being kind to others takes nothing Mm -hmm. you don't know the difference that you can have in someone's life Mm -hmm. being kind Mm -hmm. yeah no it takes nothing 
Wow. Okay. So like that's, that's a lot of really good stuff wrapped up into under an hour. <laughs> I don't even, I feel like we, we haven't quite done it justice, but. But it was a great season. It was a great season. I, I feel like after every single conversation we had, we always left just feeling like, oh, that was like amazing. That was the best. Yeah. And it keeps getting better and better and better. Oh. So I'm really looking forward to recording season three. We haven't started yet, but yeah. we're going to be starting on that soon. And yeah, I'm and- so excited to release season three yeah to get started on it and to all of our amazing guests from this season from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much for sharing your stories with us sharing your wisdom with us um helping us to grow and helping us to empower others i think we're so blessed to have had those experiences and really we're so blessed to like have these conversations and be able to to share what we're learning with everyone else so yeah like nicole said i cannot wait for next season (laughs) we're really excited we're really excited to get going um and to share that with you all and to share it with the world all right until next time thanks sisters bye everyone that's it for our show today thanks for joining remember you can always reach out to us on our socials on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you. So please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.